How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from The Gaming Observer, and welcome back to The Daily News Updates for Tuesday, March the 16th. Thank you so much for joining me here on the show today. Let's talk about some video games. So it wasn't a huge day for news, but I'll run through a few things here. First thing we can talk about is Star Citizen, which has now raised $350 million lifetime, and they achieved that in February. Though they had a particularly notable month in November with $17 million raised, thanks to the uh, digital expo that they did. Anyway, it's still just pretty wild to see this game that has been in development for like 10 years and has been crowdfunding the entire time, and still hasn't fully released. I know a lot of people love this game, but uh, man, never talk about a game spiraling out of scope. Anyway, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. $350 million. It's nuts. Rockstar is officially implementing a fix to GTA Online, which is supposed to be, like, fixing load times. And they actually credited a player of the game for finding this fix. Basically, the player posted, uh, like, an analysis at the beginning of the month, saying, hey, I found this really easy fix that will improve load times on the game by 70%. And then Rockstar came out and said, hey, yeah, you're totally right. And as a result of your post, we're going to be making some changes in the next update. And then gave the person $10,000 as a thank you. Normally, they give away that kind of money for, like, discovering security breaches and stuff like that, privacy issues. But I think this is a, a good reason to give that money away. I mean, if you don't know, GTA Online has abysmal loading times. It's, it's a, that's been something that's been known ever since it launched. So for just some random player to find this, as opposed to the actual development team, is maybe not the best look, but also, you know, I'm glad somebody did it. Hopefully it does improve it by 70%, or at least some kind of significance. <laughs> Over the course of the last year and a half, there is a game called Devotion, which has been in the spotlight of controversy, I guess you could say. Uh, it's developed by Red Candle Games. And basically, the game was taken down from Steam in late 2019 because they had some art in the game which made fun of the president of China, and the game just got brigaded after that point. Then the Chinese publisher of the game got their business license revoked, and Steam never brought the game back. Later on, Red Candle tried to get, bring the game back to GOG, and then GOG said, uh, actually, we're not going to do that. Nobody wants to get on the bad side of the Chinese government. And so now, Red Candle Games have officially announced that they are going to be selling it directly. So if you want to play Devotion, it's like a first-person horror game, you can now buy the game directly from Red Candle. It's on their website. They have another game as well called Detention. Feel free to check it out. Okay, and I'll just lump a bunch of game updates into one segment here. First of all, Fall Guys is officially going to be having its fourth season uh, on March 22nd. It has this very futuristic aesthetic. Apparently, it takes place in the year 4041. And of course, this will be the first season since they got acquired by Epic Games. Although, obviously, this content will have been in development beforehand. Anyway, it looks really cool. Looks like they're doing a bunch of new stuff with the game. And they're going to have an Among Us crossover as well. Uh, next up, we have Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is getting a pretty big update ahead of season two of the game. They're adding uh, some new skills, a bunch of bug fixes, some in-game events, and all of that comes ahead of the story expansions that are coming later this year. And finally, Undertale is arriving on the Xbox for the first time tomorrow, and this is a long time coming. It originally released on PC in 2015, and then it got on, you know, PlayStation and the Nintendo Switch in the years following, but never was on Xbox, so here it is. Uh, it's also going to be on the Game Pass as well. If you haven't played Undertale, a lot of people would recommend it to you. I haven't played it yet, but it's been on my list for a long time. Either way, folks, that's pretty much everything I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in here to the show. 
I'd also like to give a big thank you to Snake Doc for leaving me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It's greatly appreciated. And I'll be back with the news tomorrow. Until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hey, it's the ZGO After Show. Hello and welcome. So I had a listener request that I do a check-in about my news studies class. Which, by the way, if you ever have requests for this after show, I am more than happy to accept them. Because most of the time I just hit the record button and think to myself, what the heck am I going to talk about today? So actually gauging interests on what you'd like to hear, more than happy. So the last time I talked about my news studies class, I was talking about the ethics of showing gruesome content on television and how that kind of got me thinking about, like, the kinds of things I talk about on the show. Not that I would ever have, like, gruesome content, you know? I think it's I think it's rare that you would have something like that in the gaming industry. But there is some stuff, right? Like, there's, there's some possibly triggering things when you talk about, you know, sexual harassment and the Me Too movement. That happens a lot in the gaming industry. Or, you know, I'm thinking of stuff like the developers of Mortal Kombat who were, like having PTSD because they were looking at gruesome images all day in order to replicate it in a video game. Like, that's a story I would have loved to have talked about, but it's like... I mean, I think I did talk about it, but I didn't provide, like, the brutal details about what people had to see and how it was affecting them and stuff like that, because, I don't know, the show's lighthearted, right? It doesn't need... It doesn't need me going into the nitty-gritty. You can look that up yourself. So today, we talked about, uh, not ethics, but 24-hour news... So CNN was the first 24 hours news network. It was founded in 1980 in the United States. And, you know, we were discussing the pros and the cons of 24 hour news. The pros, when something like 9-11 happens, you can stay up to date no matter what time of the day it is. Another pro is that if you, I don't know, work the night shift, then you don't have to conform to the rest of the world who watches the news at 6 p.m. And then, of course, the bad, I'm sure you can imagine the creation of things like Fox News and even the direction that CNN CNN has gone or any other 24-hour news network because it turns out there isn't 24 hours of news to talk about so you fill the rest of it with commentary. Again, I started thinking about this for The Observer and don't get me wrong, there's never going to be a 24-hour video game news network. But I was like, you know, what, what would I do if I had a 24-hour video game news network? I think that would actually be like interesting as an experiment. You know, obviously it wouldn't run on TV, it would be on Twitch or something, but you could theoretically see, you know, a a gaming network which runs 24 hours, and you could do the news during the prime time, and the rest of the time, I don't know, there's so much fun stuff you can do with video games. Look at any YouTube channel which does deep dives, or let's plays, or developer interviews, or anything like that. Like, I don't know, I've got to imagine somebody's tried this at some point. Let me do, let me do a Google here. 24-hour video game news network, or just network. Oh my god, I actually found something. Wow, look at this. Yeah, this is exactly what I was thinking. So it's called Venn, V-E-N-N. I mean, this is just a a quick Google. And it looks like they aren't on Twitch, they're just on their own website. But yeah, they have a full schedule, a whole bunch of uh, 24-hour content. That's wild. I'm gonna have to look into this more. The only other thing I can think of is like G4, but was that 24 hours? I don't think it was. I guess it was a network, right? So I guess it was 24 hours. I don't know. I never watched G4. I was too young for that. And I was in Canada. I don't know if there was a Canadian version. Anyway, I think it would be a neat idea, nonetheless. I think if you could if you could create enough enticing content to be like, come here and you know you're going to get something valuable, no matter when you tune in, you could see something there. Anyway, 
I've talked long enough. I've done enough Googling. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, back tomorrow. And until then, farewell. <laughs>